Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remster W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are, go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Oh, man. Another week is down. I know. One step closer to the next year. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that's even crazier. <laughs> I know. I'm not even going to say it. I, I know. Not no. even going to say. Nope. Hopefully, you know, the all the things we say yes. at the end of each shitty year. Right. Hopefully, yeah. you know, the next year. Nope. Not even going to say it because yeah. that just always sets us up for yeah. failure. Uh, yeah. So, just... Another year is almost over. Yes. Another week down. We are here to wrap that week up and plenty of things to talk about this week. Yeah. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Yeah. This is your weekend wrap up on the Break the Bell podcast. How you doing? Bell Tower. I'm good. How about you? I am good. I just got back from the first family, already family Christmas dinner. That's crazy. It was Thanksgiving slash Christmas mixed in one because... My did you wife, guys do presents? Uh, the kids did presents, oh, and okay. we, yeah, stuff like that. And they actually had Santa there, and uh, wow. it's straight bullshit, in my opinion. We haven't right. even had Thanksgiving yet. But in their defense, um, my wife's parents are out of town for traveling job stuff, okay. and so they were back in town for the a couple weeks, so they decided to get it all done because they won't be around actually during Christmas. So, oh, okay. So I guess, I guess I'll take it, right. even though I... I hate it. I hate yeah. the fact that or there's Christmas music playing at the stores already. Oh, I know. People I know. have Christmas. My wife has one of our, some of our decorations up already. People are putting up trees yeah. and stuff. There's a house down the road that is fully lit up already. Right. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them. Yeah. Then they, they put theirs up like the day after Halloween. That's yeah. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. What, when, when is the correct time, do you think, to uh, decorate? The weekend after Thanksgiving has always yes. been my go-to. That's always so. been what I've said is like the Friday or Saturday yeah. after. But people are And people are like, but it, but it's so nice now. you got to take advantage of it. It's like it doesn't matter. That's well, part of the experience is you putting can put it all up that, in shitty weather. Even if you wanted to put it all up, 
in the nice weather. Don't turn that shit on until right, uh, yeah, like right. you can have it there. Yeah. We won't know. Yeah. We won't judge you because we right. won't know. And then after Thanksgiving has its chance, after the turkey yeah. has its chance to be eaten and yeah. we get to stuff our faces, then you can flip those lights yeah. on and I won't say a word. I'll be like, right. Oh, that that's fine. Yeah. We celebrate Thanksgiving. But there, there's no, there's no reason no. before and, Thanksgiving. And what, what after? I mean, as soon as like Black Friday hits, bam! I flip the switch. Christmas music, yeah, Christmas, Christmas movies. Mode, that's I'm fine. ready to go. Yeah, but yeah. Four up until then. Four weeks, three, four weeks of Christmas. Right. That's that's doable. appropriate. Yeah. But eight, nine no, weeks of Christmas. No, that's no, crazy that's, talk. That's ridiculous. So yeah. uh, that's why the Grinch tried to kill the Who's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It had nothing to do with him no. in a small heart. It's because he. Yeah. I mean, they were singing Christmas songs year round. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, enough. To I would drive get sick anybody. of that shit too. Yeah. See, they're lucky he wasn't on top of that mountain with a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. That's a whole. They need to come out with they like do. a a dark, like a rated R Grinch movie, yeah. where instead of stealing Christmas, he like takes out bitches the year the Grinch murdered Christmas <laughs> <laughs> well we're here we are it's not Christmas yet no I'm actually excited for Christmas because we have our annual Christmas extravaganza yes that we started last year so which was an extravaganza it was fun it was and I think this year's going to be more fun that's my plan as long yeah. as all the moving parts that I have in my head actually work out it's going to be great. So I'm excited for that. So you people cool. should look forward to that too. Yes. But let's wait till Christmas time yes. for that. Yeah. Thanksgiving is right around the corner. It is yes. in what, like four days now? I think so, yeah. So um, we get to go get fat and happy. Somebody, uh, my wife's uncle today, was talking about holidays, like American holidays, and like how our entire being revolves around food. And it's I'm true. Like, yeah, it's you're true. right. Yeah, yeah. We, we have Thanksgiving where we're excited to eat food. Yeah. We have Christmas where we indulge in gifts and food. Yeah. Fourth of July, you get a barbecue, which is yeah, food and right. fireworks. Yeah. Halloween's candy. Memorial Day is a barbecue. Last barbecue. Yeah. No, no. Uh, the Memorial's first, the first, first barbecue. Yeah. big barbecue. Labor Day is the last big yeah. barbecue. Right. Food, food, food. Yeah. Super Bowl. And food. Food. Yeah, New Year's Eve, yeah. food. And even today in church, like the, they were like, oh, what are you most thankful for? And all the kids are like, food. <laughs> Turkey, stuffing. <laughs> that is our first world mentality. Yeah, and right. It's a shitty mentality, but I, lo- I love food. And I do, too. I, I, do. And that's when the best food comes I'm out. I'm not sorry for loving food. I'm not either. Yeah. So let's... This this Thanksgiving, I mean, we're gonna see everybody before Thanksgiving. We got right. our main episode tomorrow night. Yeah. So, but just just know that it's okay to indulge on Thanksgiving. Don't yes. feel bad for it I because know. that's what it's there for. I love Thanksgiving. And if you hear all, it, it's going to come out like fuck Thanksgiving and right, uh, yeah. the murder of Indians right, and yeah. Or, oh, yeah. shit. I can't say that. Native <laughs> Americans. Can you even say Native Americans? No, it's indigenous people. Indigenous people. <laughs> It, it changes like it every does. two or three. I know, years. I know, and it drives me insane because I don't even associate Thanksgiving with the pilgrims. I don't either. I just it, associate it, it with food. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Can we not? Can we just celebrate without feeling guilty about something? Right. I mean, seriously, no. can no, we? we? Can't. That's not the world we live in. As long as, as long as you have food, you have to be guilty. Well, if you have food, you should be thankful for food. Therefore, right. you should. Celebrate Thanksgiving because yeah. you have food, yeah. and what a better way to celebrate that than by eating, yeah, food. And, and my my grandmother on my mom's side, you know, I mean, she she is indigenous you Apache. Know. She's Apache, she's a Mescalera Apache. <laughs> she, I mean, she grew up on the reservation, 
And Thanksgiving was her favorite holiday. Yeah? Yeah. That's crazy because all these white people, like right? liberal white people, come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, it's offensive. And is it, though? Is it right. really? Yeah. Because... I'm pretty sure you talked about your grandma and how she's the most racist, uh, oh, offensive yeah. woman right. that I mean, she, you've ever met. Yeah, and it, in both sides, white, black, Puerto Rican, Chinese, whatever. I mean, she was hitting on both sides, all of them. Yes, and, so. so. At least she's across the board racist. Well, yeah, she was equal <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> Let's get into the show. We got a lot to cover, but before we do, obviously, we've got to mention our sponsors. That's Run Your Mouth Coffee, coffee that supports your freedoms, coffee that supports your... All your amendment rights, specifically like freedom of speech, they support all that shit. They support uh, justice being served to Kyle Rittenhouse, which is yes. one of the main things we're going to talk about today. Do they have the Rittenhouse blend? <laughs> they should. They should have the Rittenhouse <laughs> with three shots. <laughs> is that too soon? Yes. No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh God. RYMCoffee.com. Tell them we sent you by using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word. BREAKTHEBELL. I do have... I forgot about my my little pop-up here. There it is. RYMCoffee.com. Promo code BREAKTHEBELL. Nice. You will get 10% off your order if you tell them we sent you. You're welcome. That is our gift to you. You should be... On Thanksgiving Day, when people ask you what you're thankful for, you should say, I'm thankful for 10% off of my Run Your Mouth coffee Absolutely. purchase from Break the Bell podcast. You're welcome. We did that for you. Go to rymcoffee.com. They have a, a seasonal pumpkin spice-ish yeah, blend. They do. They do. They'll and, probably have a Christmas blend. Yeah, I would think so. I, I haven't been to their site in a couple weeks, so yeah. I, I'm guessing they will. Little bits of elf in it. <laughs> <laughs> ground up powdered fresh elf. Fresh elf Oof. directly to your door. Fresh ground coffee directly to your door. That's rymcoffee.com. Check them out because they're great. And they support freedom. Well, just like us. Yes. And hopefully you. Do it. Now. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Just do it. All right, let's move on. Okay. So, first on the docket, obviously, is justice was served, in my opinion. In your opinion, was justice served? Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly. Surprising. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, did you think this would be the outcome of this? Did you think? Not... not all clean like this. I thought that there would be some kind of extenuating circumstances. I think they. I thought they would maybe stick them with something just to you know please the crowd. And I, I'm what? pleased that they did not. Well, the the problem is this, and I think I I can't remember if I mentioned this in our main episode last week. Our main episode last week we talked about the whole yeah, the Kyle whole Rittenhouse shebang. saga. So if you missed that, go back and listen to that. We broke down everything from the trial to the the event itself in Kenosha, mm -hmm. all that stuff. So go back and check that episode out. But the whole thing is they kind of screwed themselves because <clears throat> I feel like the gun charges, the yeah. weapons, illegal weapons charges, was kind of their safety net in all right. of this. Yeah. And so if the, the murder charges didn't stick, at least they got him on the weapons right. charges and he would get slapped with something. Yeah. But before the verdict, before um, the jury even went and deliberated— the weapons charges were thrown out the window. Right, they, they just were because like, wasn't nope. wasn't the gun given to him by a friend? It was, but the the reason why, because Wisconsin law is kind of weird. It's like they're they were trying to say he can't own this gun under eighteen. No, that the law is you can't own a gun under like sixteen inch or fifteen inches. Uh, you can have a long hunting rifle, gotcha. and his AR fifteen fit in that standard of I over. See. 
the 15, 16 inches, whatever it was. Gotcha. So that's why that one got thrown okay. out. Their safety net's now gone. Right. And I think I mentioned last week, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't throw in reckless endangerment there as a safety right. net. Because yeah. I think they might have been able to get that to stick. Right. They may have, may have been able to but at least to get honest, the jury to convince. I've been nailed with reckless endangerment before. But sure, but and it, it's not a... <laughs> but at least he gets slapped <laughs> right. with something. Yeah. yeah. But... They they were so sure about the weapons thing. They were so sure about yeah. all of this, first of all. Right. And then he got straight up nothing. Yeah. I'm going to play this uh, video here from them announcing that verdict because it's pretty emotional, as you would imagine. Right. Um, Kyle's pretty pretty <laughs> emotional about right. this. Right. Looks like he's about ready to pass out. Yeah. So here it is. Maybe. No, there's no sound. Oh. To the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis... We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with All right, so that is the verdict. You saw how emotional he got there. Yeah, and I, I was mean, trying to check some of the, the people in the crowd to kind of like see what their reactions were, you know? And yeah. You didn't hear anybody yell out, like, no! That's bullshit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they probably because they threw out their MSNBC reporters, right, yeah, so that's the probably ones that were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, you saw his tears there. You saw it was emotional. I yeah. heard several men say that they cried when really? they saw that. Yeah, because wow. it was just just emotional, uh, a moment for them. I guess I wasn't as invested. I, I I guess not. I mean, I was invested to the point where it's just like yeah. this. Ha- I mean, this has yeah. to. He has to. Right. Otherwise. Well, I mean that if he was found guilty here, this could have changed. I was going to say for yeah, so much it because would've. that would have we we talk about precedent yeah. in yeah. trials all the time. That would have set up precedent oh, for absolutely. for um, self defense cases oh, yeah. all across the country. Right, and to me that I mean th- there was no doubt that that was self defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all. they would have been uh, going back and quoting this. And, well, as in. Uh, Wisconsin versus Kyle Rittenhouse. We oh, have precedent yeah. to yeah. They they would have thrown that out there right. for every yeah. single self defense case out there. Yeah, and now I've seen some people. I think BLM has been calling for like federal murder charges to be pressed on Rittenhouse, but I don't think you can do that. No, I believe that would be double jeopardy. I would think so. Yeah, I absolutely would think so. I like, <laughs> yeah. That doesn't happen that yeah. way. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, was it? oh, and then, uh, of course, there's going to be, they're talking about civil cases. Mm. But they're oh, also yeah. saying that Rittenhouse has. Which he should. Rittenhouse absolutely should. Right. Can, he should totally say, what was that guy, Sandman? Sandman. Uh, the guy that, like, uh, um, was at the, there was the Native American guy or the indigenous oh, person right, right. that was <laughs> dancing around. Yeah. Right, right. And right. They, they said he was, like, CNN and everybody blasted him for, um, yeah. I don't know. Being, well, and he ended up suing CNN yeah. and whoever these oh, yeah, news yeah, stations uh, were. Yeah, made, Nick, Nick, Sand- Nick Sandman. Yeah. yeah, something. It was Sandman. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he sued CNN and got right. a shit ton oh, of yeah, money out of it. Yeah. So Kyle well, Rittenhouse, ha- I think, has more... I was going to say, because even the president of the United States came out and called him a, well, a white supremacist. Even after the fact, after this whole trial, they're all out there saying yeah. how, oh, the uh, we just let a murderous teenager off the... Right. Ho- I mean, they're still... 
yeah. going off and just blatant lies. Like I watched this one video of this, I don't know, this female, and she was like, uh, "The this just shows that the system is stacked against colored people." Right. I, I saw I saw that quote. And it said only a white person could get off with double homicide. And then it showed a picture of OJ. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, seriously. Yeah. That, I mean, just the the lies that are still being perpetuated oh, yeah. and all this. And I th- still think there's people out there that probably truly believe that he killed oh, black absolutely. people in this. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because I, you know, was reading like some of the comments from like Al Jazeera and BBC and everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, that's just because the United States is a wild west, and this just proves that you know that it's just a violent culture, and and everybody should be carrying a gun now. And it's like I'm okay with that. Right, I am a hundred percent okay with that. <laughs> this, it, I mean, this is everything that it should have happened. Yeah, you would think that people that call for the the abolition of the police force would be okay with this, right? Because if you get rid of the cops, then somebody's got to take the law into their own hands, yeah. and it's like you can't have it both ways. You can't say, get rid of the cops. We don't need cops. But, hey, you can't run around playing yeah. police officer. Right. We have cops. It's, uh, like, how can you fight both yeah. sides of and, that? And again, I, I feel like this is it. This is a symptom of a inefficient government, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as soon as they, you know, that, that Blake got shot, they knew there was going to be protest. The, the governor could have called in the National Guard to protect businesses and whatnot. Or or just say, look, you know, you guys need to keep it down, and and he didn't. Mm-hmm. He just let it go, and so business owners and people took it upon themselves. They brought in friends to protect their their properties and yeah. stuff, and and this is what happens. Yeah, and I'm I'm all for uh, people protecting their own. Oh, absolutely, I am 100 percent. Yeah, for you defending what yeah. is yours, or you pulling in people absolutely. to defend what is yours. Do I think? People should just be shot because they came on your property. No, no. But but you try I, to burn down my property, then yes, you then, should be then shot. You, you're at risk yourself. Yeah, you're taking a risk for yourself. And I I feel like maybe just maybe this will quiet down some of the protests or at least I make people so. make people stop and think. I might get shot if <laughs> I do that. If I do something yeah. stupid. Well, I, I read that that. Uh, post from that one lady who is like, I don't feel like I could even protest safely anymore because someone might shoot me. Well, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't feel like I can run my own private business anymore right. because people are rioting and smashing and burning yeah. things down and right. beating up people that try to yeah. stop that. Yeah, so, and, and again, that that's that that is people's lives that you're destroying. Small businesses, you destroy the business. That's their life. I mean, that's that's what everything they have into it. Insurance is probably not going to cover it if you're in a high risk area like that. Yes, I I feel like out of all of this trial, the best thing that was accomplished through all of this is just watching the the one side, the left side, or whoever the people against the left, the media, whatever, just implode on themselves, yeah. just right. trying to pile lies on top of lies yeah. to make this. Narrative makes sense right. when it it just obviously blatantly did not yeah. fit their their right. narrative. I mean, yeah. he wasn't out hunting black people. If he was, yeah. he would have shot black people, yeah. not three freaking uh, felons. Yes, which has nothing to do with it. But still, yeah. he 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 shot the people that were directly a risk to, to his him. life. Yes, didn't shoot anybody else. Yeah. and he even avoided. I mean, he ran from mm-hmm. them, not wanting to 
engage. Yeah, until he heard gunshots, and right. then he flipped around and yeah, defended himself. So watching them implode on themselves, and I, I went on my brother's podcast last night to he, he did a, a a house party to celebrate uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse oh, uh, nice. uh, verdict here. So I went on that and joined a couple other guys on there. Go check that out at the System is Down podcast. Um, and one of the things I said was, if even five or ten people watching this realized, like woke up and realized, these people are full of shit and changed yeah. their mind because of like the prosecutor and how yeah. how many lies he told, how many violations he told. Hiding how, evidence. Hi, hiding evidence. Freaking just not having a yeah. freaking clue. The media just blatantly lying about it. If yeah. five or ten people just were like, whoa, yeah, these guys are not telling the truth. Yeah. I think that's a win on its own. Absolutely. And to me, all you have to do is watch the video footage and be like, oh, shit, you know, this guy was in his right. Yeah, but but you still get people that are like, no, you got this all right. wrong, and this is yeah. you, you're just completely wrong. Oh, your yeah. your thinking on this is completely wrong because the media told me that this is right. what actually happened. Yeah, he crossed state lines. You still get people, but he crossed state yeah. lines. Who, if you're going to take an AR-15 to a protest, a deadly weapon, a militant weapon, then you're going to have to. You're going to expect to kill somebody. But what about all the other people that had weapons I know, there? Right, and they don't talk about that. Right. Now, now you had a really good idea for a Christmas movie based on. Oh this. yes, yes. Uh, I got this this movie idea. It's coming out this Christmas. Kyle Rittenhouse, the prequel, Born Killer. <laughs> I like it. So, so the whole thing is, Kyle Rittenhouse actually was one of Rosenbaum's victims, sexual assault victims back in the day. And he trained for, he went underground and trained secretly for five years to come back and seek his revenge on yeah. Rosenbaum. And he used, obviously used these Kenosha riots right. to, to, as cover for his vengeance. Yeah. And the kicker is the person that was training him was actually the judge in the trial who Obviously, will be played by Liam Neeson. Oh, of course, because Liam yeah. Neeson has to pass that buck. Oh, yeah, sometime. Yeah. So, so Liam Neeson is the judge, and he's training him like, kind of like Ra's al Ghul in, in Batman, <laughs> and then he ends up being the judge that gets Kyle off in the end. Yeah, and that's my story. That's yes. that's the movie. If somebody actually had, um, I told that on my brother's podcast, and there there was an author on there. I, I can't think of his name right now. I should something Casey, but he he chimed in the comments. He's like, "I'm writing that as a book." I'm like, <laughs> "You can have it. That is yours. You take that because that would be a. I, I would, would love if that became an actual book. Oh my gosh, could you imagine if that became a movie? Yes, I would obviously go see that. Oh yeah, that would at be least once, amazing twice. <laughs> so obviously, this this whole verdict can't come out without. More protests. No, oh, of course. Because that's all this does. Yeah. It's like people protest, somebody gets hurt, right. and then they protest some more, and then somebody right. else gets hurt, and then they protest some more. They yeah. Protests on top of protests yeah. on people getting hurt, on injustice and this yeah. and that. This is just white supremacy in the system rearing its ugly yes, head once again. obviously. Stacked against people of color. Yes. Hundreds of protests... Hundreds protest the Rittenhouse acquittal across the U.S. Hundreds doesn't sound like that much across the <laughs> no, U.S. it doesn't. But, it, it, I mean, it's more than a hun in, than hundreds. I'm not—I mean, in Chicago alone, it says there was a 1,000 people out. Oh, so okay. 
Let me pull this one up. This is from AP News. This one should be fantastic read. Like I said, hundreds protest the Rittenhouse acquittal across the U.S. In Portland, Oregon, <laughs> is that place ever <laughs> not protesting? No, no. It says law enforcement in Port- Portland declared a riot Friday night as 200 as about 200 demonstrators protested the acquittal of a teen who killed two people and injured another in Wisconsin. That's all they're going to say about that? Yeah. They're not going to say a guy that um was found to have acted in self-defense. No, they're not right. going to say that no, part. It's too easy. They're just going to say, "Oh, some teen like killed some people yeah. and now he was acquitted and people are protesting." I mean, they got to leave that part out because right. that goes against their narrative. And if they actually say that, then they're admitting that right. he acted in self-defense. Yeah. The protesters were breaking windows, throwing objects at police, and talking about burning down a local government building in downtown Portland. The Multnomah County Sheriff's Office said, The crowd had dispersed about 11 p.m., probably because they called it a riot. The Portland Police Bureau said several people were given citations, but only one person who had an outstanding warrant from another matter was arrested. The protest gathered following the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, 18, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Rittenhouse killed two people and injured another during a protest during, against police brutality last year. Again, nothing about the fact that he was found right. to have acted in self-defense. Right. Protests have been held in several other cities into Saturday over the verdict, including New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago. About a 1,000 people marched through downtown Chicago Saturday afternoon, organized by Black Lives Matter Chicago and other local activist groups. According to the Chicago Tribune, protesters held signs that stated, Stop white supremacy. We're hitting the streets to protest this racist injustice system with a picture of Rittenhouse carrying a weapon. Again, yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe I am so freaking clueless on this whole thing because of my whiteness how is this white supremacy when he killed white people right yeah right tell me explain this to me how how (laughs) well you see he's defending a system that is built upon racism and that was he or was he defending a freaking used car lot that was owned by used car lot used car lot owned by immigrants i found out last night but were were they Whiter immigrants <laughs> doesn't matter. I know they're people it, of color. No, it, they were. De- he was defending a used car lot owned by brown people against white people, right. and this is a white supremacy issue. Yes. But but again, you're you're looking at a a media system that that supports Kaepernick, who says that the NFL is, is basically plantation <laughs> slavery. You're, Yet he keeps going back and trying and trying right? to get back, to get back into... on the plantation. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you, you you have them saying, like, anything that, you know, everything is built on racism and white supremacy. So obviously somebody who is going to to push back against protesters is, is considered token white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just ridiculous. You're just not going to win. You're not. Unless you're on your knees begging forgiveness for being white or, you know, non-black, you're considered white supremacist. Well, I, I one of the things you see a lot of people saying is, well, if this was a black guy, he would have been, he wouldn't have been acquitted or he would have been killed mm-hmm. on site. He wouldn't have even made it to trial. And my response to that is this. You cannot 
have a problem with injustices towards one people group by wishing injustices on another people group. Agreed. That's not how this works. You shouldn't be like, well, he should have been shot just like the black dude was right. who did it. No, the yeah. black dude should not have been shot in a, a similar circumstance. Right. You should not wish Kyle Rittenhouse get killed just because injustice was committed on somebody else. That yeah, that flips this whole thing thing upside down. Yeah. So, should I move on with this article? Yeah. Before before let's... before I start screaming. <laughs> All right, it says, Tanya Watkins, executive director of Southsiders Organized for Unity and Liberation, spoke at a rally in Federal Plaza before the march, according to the Tribune. While I'm not surprised by yesterday's verdict, I am tired. I am disappointed. I am enraged. I have lost every ounce of faith in the justice system, said Watkins, who is black. (laughs) I like how they they word that. I'm surprised they didn't lead with that. (laughs) It reminds me of something Ron Burgundy would say. It says, Watkins... Who's black? (laughs) In North Carolina, dozens of people gathered Saturday near state capitol building to protest the verdict. The Raleigh News Observer reported, speakers led the crowd of roughly 75 people into chants of no justice, no peace, and abolish the police. Again, there's... there's... (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. There it is. Abolish the police, but people are not should not take the law into their own hands. But abolish the police, but the people should not take the law right. into their own yeah. hands. Yeah. Can we chant this back and forth and somehow make sense right. out of this? Yeah. Right. Irony. Complete iron ignorant irony yeah. that has been fed spoon fed to these people. Right. Their brains are just mushy yeah. pudding. Yeah. Right. And they can just get fed all the shit from the media. Oh, oh yeah, the problem is with the police. We should we should totally do away with yeah. the police. And then when the police are gone, the police obviously won't do their didn't do their job right. in Kenosha. Right. Then you have people like Kyle Rittenhouse that you say that defended himself and you yeah. say, Well, that guy should have never taken the law. Right. He's a vigilante. He right. shouldn't yeah. how so what do you what do you want? Right. No law? No everybody's just, just law fair game. And <laughs> I've I have had this thing swirling around in my in my head, and I'm hesitant to say it, but I'm going to say it, so why not? If you are in a situation that you've created this situation of lawlessness, you should not be surprised by a lawless outcome yeah. in that situation, even if that means, hey, I I got injured in this yeah. by by an act of lawlessness. You were completely in full support of lawlessness. This was freaking basically the Wild West up there, like right. pillaging and looting. Right. And, you know, yeah. it's just like, I mean, it could have been worse. Right. I'm not going to go and say what it could be. It's like pirates pillaging and looting. What happened to pirates? That's all I'm going to say right. because this could get sound racist really fast. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with color. It, right. Because obviously the majority of the people out there that were Kenosha. doing stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. There's probably what, like four right. or five yeah. black people out there. I don't yeah. know. There's I know there's not a lot. Right. I lived on the Illinois Wisconsin border. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on before I really get myself in trouble. <laughs> After the murder of George Floyd last year by police in Minneapolis, there were ongoing often violent protests in Portland. 
Some activists complained that the police were heavy-handed in their response. Shortly after the Rittenhouse verdict, Portland Police Bureau Chief Chuck Lavelle said the officers were working on plans for Friday night and the weekend. By 8.50 p.m., about 200 protesters had gathered in downtown Portland and blocked the streets. By 9 p.m., windows were broken and doors of city facilities were damaged. The Multnomah County Sheriff's Office designated the event a riot and said in a news release Saturday that some demonstrators had thrown urine, water bottles, and batteries at deputies. (laughs) What is wrong with people? I know. And that's where we are. I saw a woman that was leading a chant of like maybe eight other people. It was so freaking sad, first of all. But I think they said it was in Kenosha. It was one of the demonstrations in Kenosha. And she was calling for actual revolution. This woman was probably like 60 years old. calling Not calling for revolution. Is calling, that the one you shared with me? I think so. But yeah. she was led in chant, actual revolution. It's just like, do you really right. hear what you're asking for? Yeah. Because you are crying that some kid had an AR-15 right. in the streets. And you're calling for an actual revolution. Do you yeah. know what you're asking for? Right. Yeah. They don't They don't have a fucking no, clue they what don't. they're asking for. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys brought your guns to the, the whoa. revolution? I whoa. thought I thought we were just going to, like, break shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh, how bad do you think this gets? You 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 were thinking it's getting real bad. I, I, I have. I, I think with everything collectively combined, yeah. I feel like things are going to get out of hand pretty soon. With inflation, the rate it's going, yeah. the supply lines. I mean, once food starts like getting right. short, we're all fucked. Yeah. People are going to start losing their minds. Or right. if uh, cell phones go down, right. can you imagine how oh, much chaos there'd be with, if the internet goes down? Yeah. People people are like, what? what the hell do I do? Right. I gotta break shit. <laughs> gotta break shit because my phone's not working. <laughs> That's the typical response. (laughs) (laughs) So not only is there protest, which we knew there would be protests. I mean, everybody did. I mean, I think Wisconsin actually did call in the National Guard leading up to this. Yeah. So Joe Biden released his statement. Oh, good. Second of two statements, because I think we talked about before Mm -hmm. the verdict, before the, the jury went back and deliberated, he came out and he's like, I hope the jury makes the right dis- yeah, the right. right choice. The same, a- absolutely the same thing he said before um, the uh, Derek Chauvin yeah, right, trial. Right, yeah. And everybody came out and they're like, should this president really come out and weigh yeah. in on a freaking trial well, Obama by jury? Used to, Obama used to all the time. Yeah, and I, I don't think a president no, should I don't think so give either. their opinion before yeah. and sway a jury. Right, yeah. So he came out afterwards. I, I wasn't sure if I should put this before or after the next thing I want to talk about because this, this time, our timeline is going to be a little skewed here because he came out after his medical procedure that we're going to refer to in a few minutes. So, which was a colonoscopy. Yes. Yes. So he got done, <laughs> got the scope pulled out of his ass with just enough time to continue talking out of his ass. That's perfect. Just perfect timing for this statement of President Biden regarding the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. So 
Let me pull this one up so you can all share it with us. I don't have the video because it was really hard to hear him because he was wearing a mask the whole time. And no. So I'm just going to read it. This is from the White House, whitehouse.gov. While the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, so he's angry and concerned he's, about yeah. this, Okay, All right. we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. I ran on a promise to bring Americans together because I believe that what unites us is far greater than what divides us. I know that we're not going to heal our country's wounds overnight, but I remain steadfast in my commitment to do everything in my power to ensure that every American is treated equally with fairness and dignity under the law. I urge everyone to express their views peacefully, consistent with the rule of law, violence and destruction. Can't him just saying there uh, with inconsistent with the rule of law doesn't that sound similar to Donald Trump's law and order yeah, right. yeah. that he kept calling for? And everybody's yeah. like, oh, he's a racist because he called for law, law and, and order. order. Yeah, right. That was the buzzwords. Yes. Violence and destruction of property have no place in our democracy. The White House and federal authorities have been in contact with Governor Evers' office to prepare for any outcomes in this case. And I have spoken with the governor this afternoon and offered support and any assistance needed to ensure public safety. That was his statement. Wasn't that beautiful that, words? That is beautiful. But him to come out and say he's angry and concerned over this verdict. Right. Yeah. What What does he want? Like, what does anybody want? They right. They just want to lock this guy up on principle. Oh, and that's it. Yeah. Because of what the mob mentality said. Like, you don't want people taking things in your own hand, but we have to cater to the mob mentality. Right. Yeah. Not the court of law, not not a trial by a jury, which we are promised in the right. Bill of Rights. Yeah. But instead, we should cater to the mob mentality. But don't take the law into your own hands. Right. Because yeah. And, and like you had said, you know, last week when we were doing actually looking at the trial, what's the difference between one's vigilantism over the other's vigilantism? Yeah. Well, it's your, your political views. That's, well, and that's, that's, that's it. That's the difference. Right. Yeah. That's what we separate ourselves on. Um, that that's what makes right versus wrong is your political views. I mean, you can go out and take the law in your own hands and and shoot something or break something or burn, burn something, something on one side, yeah. and you look like a hero to that side, but then you look like a a freaking terrorist on the other right. side. And it, it's it's on both sides yeah, though. It is because if the same thing would have happened, and a Black Lives Matter dude was being attacked by some Proud Boys. And he shot them in self-defense. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you the oh, right yeah. would have came out and said the same thing. Yeah. Oh, he, he he's taking the law into his own yeah. hands. Yeah. He was just there. He crossed state lines. It would have been the same thing on it the other have. side. Yeah. And it would have been the same outcome. The same verdict probably would have come. And then the right would have been like, oh, this is bullshit, just yeah. like the left is now. Do you think that they go after any like uh, gun rights after this? Do you think they tried to change I, I think anything? that'll be the next step. Yeah. And I actually think I saw an article where some people are proposing ramping up that fight again, like for right. gun laws because of this. I think this is going to be used as momentum to kickstart that back off because sure. it really lost momentum Yeah, with, I mean, certain things got shot down mm -hmm. in the Supreme Court. A lot of the states shot it down. Right. And... It just wasn't the fight to be fought at the time when there's so many with COVID going on, yeah. with uh, inflation and the, the 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 supply crisis and all that shit. It just it was put 
far on the back burner, but I think this will most likely be the spark to set that back in motion. Like, we got to get this rolling. This is the time yeah. people are pissed off. This kid, what, 17-year-old kid yeah, carrying right. around an AR. There's no the reason lines. for anybody carrying an AR. Yeah, so yeah, this will absolutely set it back off. Let's move away from Kenosha because we already did a full episode on it. We did. It is the biggest news of the week. I am so very glad that this 18-year-old's life is he's free. Yeah. I mean, his life got turned upside down for a year and a half. I hope he sues the shit out of the media. Oh, yeah. And I hope he wins. Yeah. He needs to find Nick Sandman and get his lawyer I think and lawyer Nick, up. Nick has already called him out. He reached wants out to, to him. Yeah. yeah. He wants to bring him in. So. Yeah. So let's move on, though, because good news, bad news this week. Okay. Okay. We had our first, we've experienced. For the first time in the history of the United States, we had our very first female president of the wow. United States. We got another glass ceiling broke. We did. A shattered glass ceiling. Wow. First president of, female president of the United States. Was it Hillary? No. Is she still alive? I, I don't know. I haven't heard. <laughs> I don't know. She, she's been quiet for a yeah, while. I heard there were some children missing in the Southeast, so maybe oh, okay. so, yeah. that was her. Yeah. Some shit going on in Haiti. Yeah, right. Kamala Harris became... The first, very first, female president of the United States. Where'd that article go? Here it is. First woman to get U.S. presidential powers because Joe Biden had a colonoscopy. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like the, just to be known as the first female, pers- first female to get presidential powers because this old, almost 80-year-old man was getting a scope up his ass. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure she was very excited by it. I mean, she got became the first vice president. Even though she was the least liked presidential yeah. candidate, they threw her into this role because of her color and her gender. Yes. But, so she got vice president by them sticking up something up America's ass, and yeah. now they're <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay, okay. Basically, and, yeah. <laughs> president because got that stuff. And I, <laughs> I think my brother brought this up, that... They wouldn't have even mentioned Oh, I know. That yeah. he got a scope up his ass. Yeah. It, but you know, if they came out and they said he's having a medical procedure, everybody'd be yeah. like, Oh shit, right. what the hell happened to Joe? Yeah. Is right. he is he he's done. He's yeah, he's right. probably dead. Yeah. He has COVID or the dementia yeah. hit hard. He's done. Kamala is now no, they're like, <laughs> guys, don't worry, he's just getting a scope up his ass. I know. He's like, Do we really have to tell them that? <laughs> and they're like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like when I actually watched the video of him giving a statement on Kenosha, like I said, he got the scope removed so he could continue to talk out his ass. Because, I mean, it's kind of muffled with that yeah. scope up there. It's really hard to understand. But he was just like, everything's fine. I'm feeling really good. It's just like, well, dude, that was a little too excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, please limit your excitement there because I'm really uncomfortable now. <laughs> so this article is from BBC. It says, Kamala Harris, first woman to get... U.S. presidential powers. Briefly. <laughs> uh, is that a pun? Brief, like briefs? Briefly? It's got to be. There's got to be something there. There's something there. All right. Let's, let's check this one out. U.S. Pre- Vice Presidential... U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris became the first woman to briefly be given presidential powers while Joe Biden underwent a regular health check. No! Say it what it is! Yeah, right. Miss Harris, 57 was in control for 85 minutes. Not even a full hour and a half. Yeah. 
right. 85 minutes while Mr. Biden was placed under anesthesia for a re- routine colonoscopy on Friday. Is it routine or is it the fact that he shit his pants in front of the Pope? <laughs> That's probably it. He, Guys, can you check that down there? Because that shouldn't have happened. There, there's there's got to be something going on yeah. here. I've had my ass in the news more times than any other president. <laughs> yeah. So now he, he's been in the news for shitting his pants in front of the Pope. He's been in the news for farting in front of the princess. I think he farted in front of uh, the German chancellor. Probably, yes. And now he's in the news for a colonoscopy. Four times not, running ass in the news. not regular. I don't think any other president has a four times, no. like a four-peat of his ass in the news. Right, yeah. It's impressive. That is imp- I is. mean, that alone should is breaking glass ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> so 85 minutes, she was... Do you think she like uh, was like, get me Putin on the phone. I need to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Yeah, what'd she fuck up in that 85 <laughs> Yeah, <minutes>? exactly. <laughs> Mr. Biden's doctor released a statement after the operation saying he was healthy and able to execute his duties. The medical examination came on the eve of the president's 79th birthday. He's old as shit. Miss mm-hmm. Harris carried out her duties from her office in the West Wing. She didn't even get to go to the Oval Office. <laughs> she couldn't like sit down and just like, I know. I, I just want to sit in the desk once. To, no, no, you can just. It's eighty-five yeah. minutes. Just, just stay here. Just, yeah. I mean, answer the phone I, if somebody calls. That, that would be another movie to see. Like Kamala's day off. Like she's president for eighty-five minutes, and she like just fucks up all kinds yes. of things, and then I she's got to put it back before the end. That would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I got to get a hold of that writer. <laughs> yes, I'm going to. So many proposals. If yes. you were out there, Jack Casey, that's his name. Okay, okay. Jack Casey, if you are listening, two book. <laughs> suggestions for you that obviously have to be made into movies but you can write the screenplay you can write the book uh Rittenhouse the prequel and then Kamala Harris 85 minutes as the president yeah two two suggestions there take that run with it you can have full rights to it just <laughs> maybe put put our name yeah. in there somewhere thanks to break the bill podcast yes. or something like that so she is the first woman and the first black and south asian american to be elected US wait, 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 vice wait. president south asian yeah, remember she's like Indian. I thought she was Jamaican. She's Jamaican, black, Indian. <laughs> she's got a little of everything in okay. her. All right. Yeah, because I, I remember, um, depending on the crowd she's trying to appeal to, that's what she has a little bit in her. Okay. White House Pre- Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the temporary transfer of powers in such circumstances was not unprecedented, and that it was part of the process set out in the U.S. Constitution. As was the case with President George W. Bush... W. When he had the same procedure, nobody talked about George W. Bush's because nobody wanted. Everybody was, would have been scared if Cheney was in power for eighty five minutes. True. They're like, <laughs> oh, fuck. dude, he. I'm surprised he didn't nuke the whole world. To be honest, <laughs> oh, he was in power for eight years. What are you talking that's, about? Right. That's true. That's true. So nothing changes. <laughs> yes. Business as you. Did you yeah. ever watch the movie Vice? No, but you were telling me about it. Oh man, go yeah. watch the movie Vice, and you'll learn a lot about Dick Cheney. Um, it says the president was seen smiling as he returned to the White House. <laughs> I feel great, he said. Again, I'm so uncomfortable about this. I've never so clean. He's like whistling as Can he comes. Can we do this again next week? Yes. Comes in the White House whistling. Everybody's like, oh, God. <laughs> president Biden remains healthy vigorous 78-year-old male who is fit to successfully execute the duties of president, said Kevin O'Connor, the president's physician. So they had to scope his butt to find out if he could successfully execute his duties. (laughs) 
<laughs> Kevin O'Connor, the president's physician, said the colonoscopy found a benign appear polyp. So he has, he has ass polyps. <laughs> we didn't need to know this information. I know. It's way too much. Biden, President Biden's ass polyp was <laughs> easily removed, it says. <laughs> There's so much detail here that <laughs> nobody asked for. <laughs> Mr. Connor added that the president's gait also appeared <laughs> perceptibly <laughs> stiffer and less fluid than in the past. This was attributed to wear and tear of the spine. So uh, he, he's not as fluid. Uh, he's freaking old. Nah, he's 79 years old. A lot of shit happens to your gait. <laughs> Mr. Biden, the oldest U.S. president to take office, had his last full medical examination in December of 2019. At the time, the doctor released a medical report describing him as healthy and vigorous, vigorous. fit to successfully execute the duties of the president. Is that exactly what he said today? Vigorous. Maybe Clinton. Hang on. What do he say for the last one? Uh, yeah, fit to it says vigorous. Yeah, he's healthy, vigorous, seventy-year-old male who's fit to successfully execute the duties of president. Very vigorous. In 2019, his report was he's healthy and vigorous and fit to successfully execute the duties of president. Is that just a stamp he has? Yeah, it must be vigorous and ready. <laughs> healthy, vigorous, yeah. successfully execute. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. just just say the words, dude. Just yeah. say the words. But he has it. No. Don't talk about his polyp. Yeah. <laughs> Just say the words. Okay. He's vigorous. He's healthy. He's vigorous. He's fit to successfully execute yeah. the duties of president. Sure. Right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Oh. So, like you said, they didn't do a like a mental c- cognitive no. test on him. No, because then they might find that yeah. he's not healthy and vigorous right. and fit to successfully. <laughs> then the, he's got to get a new stamp, and he's he's had the same stamp yeah. for the last... Uh, three years now, and he doesn't want to get a new that's stamp true. now. Yeah, that's true. The stamps are expensive. It, it's true. So, Harris was president for 85 minutes. Yes. Did that scare you when you found that out? Or did you find it out during or not till after I, well, the fact? No, yeah, we knew before. I think I sent you, mm. or you sent me or something. I, anyways, but no, I, I didn't really think about it, to be honest. Yeah, I thought maybe there was the potential of something to go awry and... Yeah. All of a sudden, she's now in power, and it's just like, meh. I don't even think they want that to happen. Right, yeah. Because no. I got this article about Kamala Harris bitching that Harris or that she's being sidelined by Biden. Yeah. And <laughs> he's focusing more on Pete Buttigieg and going to his his bat, to the bat for him and like yeah. propping him up more than he is his own vice president. And, well, and I, she has complaints about I that. I had heard that. So she had gone down to uh, Guatemala and, and uh, Colombia and stuff to talk about the the border. Mm-hmm. And they were like, look, this is Biden's fault. He made this happen. And she's Biden, like, yeah. no, no, this is climate change's fault. And and they're like, what? And uh, and then today, I guess, on Good Morning America or something, she came out and was like, this is Trump's fault. Because he created climate change. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that? I, did I send you that video of Kamala Harris, 10 hours of Kamala Harris laughing? No, but you told me about it. You said I needed to check it out. You obviously, you <laughs> clearly need to it's check like this out. Me- meditative. <laughs> It'll make you want to fucking kill yourself. It'll clear your brain really quick sure. when you put a shotgun shell through your, uh, peace. your temple. Peace. Kamala Harris sidelined amid growing tensions with Biden, insiders say. This is from... The New York Post. So she's not happy where she's at because all these white men telling her what to do are telling her what to do and sidelining her. 
says Vice President Kamala Harris feels increasingly isolated inside the White House as her approval ratings plummet, with the first female Veep believing she's not getting the same support given to other members of the Biden administration, according to a detailed new report. All right, here we go. You ready? This is the this is Harris's former aide talking. Okay. It's hard to miss the specific energy that the White House brings to defend a white man. Okay. Oh Knowing that Kamala Harris has spent almost a year taking a lot of the hits that the West Wing didn't want to take themselves. And we've said this. We've said that yeah. they threw her on this border crisis because they didn't want it to reflect right. badly on Joe Biden. Yeah. So let's throw her. She's already hated. Yeah, right. Let's throw her there. Well, I mean, can she really fuck it up anymore? Right. So it says the ex-staffer was referring to Bi- the Biden administration, Biden administration springing to defend Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg for taking paternity leave amid the global supply chain crisis. And I, I see what they're saying there right. because everybody was just like, dude, where the hell is it? Yeah. Like, why? Like, this is his job. Right, yeah. <laughs> he. This is clearly his department, and it is failing miserably. Yeah. And he's on a six-week paternity leave. Right. Buttigieg is considered a potential challenger to Harris for the Democratic presidential nomination, either in 24 or 28. What do you think about that statement? Do you think the administration would rather see Pete Buttigieg and prop him up more than they would the lovable, likable Kamala Harris? Well, yeah, absolutely, because she's had her 85 minutes. <laughs> Pete, Pete is a, a gay man. And uh, they need to check that box. Um, do you, what, <laughs> wouldn't you love to have seen if during that 85 minutes they're like, no, you just stay over there. I, I want Pete to fill his role. <laughs> oh real my quick. Gosh. Can you imagine? Yes. That, <laughs> yes. There, there would have been people getting stabbed. She would have flipped her desk. No, she would have went yeah. full-blown Hillary after yeah, the 2016 election. Yeah. She would have been throwing shit. She probably already She was. would have ripped the fake tits off Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I oh, so I I you I get to be president for for the next hour and a half. No, no, don't worry. You got so much going on yeah. with the border right yeah. now. He, we don't want to burden you. Yeah. Pete's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, he's on paternity leave. I, so. Yeah, he's just going to come in with his 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 kid yeah. and his and his fake boobs and <laughs> he's going to sit in the oval and he act, yeah, we actually want him in the oval office. Yeah. That would look been, how good he looks behind the desk. <laughs> that would be is that amazing? Hilarious. Check out this picture. <laughs> Despite their public show of unity, Biden and his right hand woman have a dysfunctional relationship that has reached an exhausted stalemate, according to the network. At a time when the president would usually be expected to promote his vice president as a future replacement, Biden has instead been sidelining Harris as a potential liability. Because she is. For their part, Harris's allies are reportedly frustrated with the president for dumping politically fraught issues in her lap. So <clears throat> she can't work under pressure is what it sounds like. Yeah. I want all the easy jobs. Right. Like, that's why I remember when people were like, you got to be down at the border. And she was running around promoting vaccines and right. stuff like Some, Yeah. Anybody could do. Yeah. And everybody is doing already. Right. She's just like, no, no, I'm, it's more important that I want go yeah. like to schools or go sit at NASA and yeah. do a fake book reading with child actors. Right. Yeah. That kind of that's yeah. the kind of job I want. I yeah. don't want these oh what what did they call him? Call them fraught issues that are I don't want yeah. these fraught issues in my lap. 
Well, and then when she does go to the border, she goes to the one spot on the border that doesn't have a problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> Including these fraught issues include infamously the ongoing illegal immigration crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. They're constantly sending her out there on losing issues in the wrong situations for her skill set. You're the vice president. Sounds like she's making some BS excuses. Your skill set should be solving problems. Vice presidency. Yeah. Like not making excuses. Most likely the shit the president doesn't want to do. That's right, that's exactly. your job. Yeah. Uh, other aides say the vice president should have asked for better defined responsibilities <laughs> at the start of the administration. Dude, this is this isn't just a fucking regular job right, where you can yeah. just go like, oh, I I, I wasn't aware that my responsibilities included right, this. Yeah. It, it, I, it's not in the job description. If it's not in the job description, I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. And they wonder why. It's not that she keeps fucking up these things, that they're like, uh, we don't really want her. It's that she, she bitches yeah. about not having... Right. Uh, Things that are fit to her skill set, right. or not having a more defined responsibilities for right. this position. No, yeah. you're the yeah. fucking vice president. Right. What is there to know? Yeah, exactly. Like you should have known the responsibilities before you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Went for that role. Yeah. <laughs> Says they have not done so out of fear of appearing disloyal to the president. In March, Biden announced that Harris would lead the administration's talks with Mexico and Central America. American countries about slowing the tide of migrants across the U.S. border. However, with the ex exception of a rocky visit to Mexico and Guatemala in early June and a brief trip to El Paso at the end of the month, which you talked about, Harris has largely avoided the issue in public. Last month, while Secretary of State Antony Blinken, Attorney General Merrick Garland, and Homeland Security Chief Alejandro Mayorkas met with the Mexican counterparts about the issue— Harris was in New Jersey to promote Biden's multi-trillion dollar social spending bill. Again, she just wants the easy yeah. jobs. That She wants to be right. the poster child is what yeah, she wants. Exactly. For social programs and yeah. for the vaccine, all those things. She wants yeah. to be basically AOC. They're like, oh, right. AOC's getting all these social, like she's the poster yeah. child for these social yeah. bills. I want that role. I don't want to do the dirty work. Right. You yeah. didn't tell me I was going to do the dirty yeah. work. Right. I, I wanted to be the face for the, the future spending bill of the Democratic Party. She's vastly underqualified, though. I mean, she was the California AG was the highest she got. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck is she the vice president? Why was she running for president? I mean, again, she is so underqualified. Clearly. It's ridiculous. Clearly, she can't handle basic... Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that's minor right. by any stress. Yeah. But she's she's getting pissy that she has to do... Yeah. ...to deal with crises in the yeah. country. Yeah. And she's bitching about it. She's and blaming... She, she wants... Yeah, she wants to... She wants to go do, like like I said, the, the social mm -hmm. work and all that. That's not... You're not... The fr that's usually like the first lady goes in is right. like the face of yeah. like so right. the social Don't do drugs yeah that that kind of thing <laughs> that's not you right you are the vice president yeah nobody for the most part nobody really hears any a word from what the vice president's doing yeah right we've heard more uh, about what absolutely. she's doing the whole time yeah maybe you should have 
paired up with Dick Cheney and took some advice from him <laughs> on how to run the country from beneath. Because everybody right. thought that's what she was going to oh, do. Oh, absolutely. Clearly that, yeah, remember the SNL skit yes. when she came out, boys, boys, yes. we need to get it under control. Clearly that's not the case. Maybe yeah. that's why she's pissed because she watched SNL and she's like, <laughs> I thought... I thought it was going to be the power. I thought that was the job description yeah. here. Because SNL said that, so that had to be true. Right. But this is not SNL. Yeah. I'm. This is bullshit, guys. Yeah. And what's that old quote? You know, if you can't handle the small things, how can you handle the big things? Right. Exactly. How the fuck can she be president if she can't even, like, if she's bitching about getting this shit work? Yeah. Well, I Biden, in other news, in similar news, Biden has decided and told allies that he actually is running in 2024. They're like, what? <laughs> Do you think that made them happy or like, ugh? Yeah, I think they probably cringed. You were kind of just a, a sitting yeah. guy. Right. Till we found somebody else. Even, uh, clearly, even, we weren't even committed to Harris. You guys were just like a filler. Right, yeah. A placeholder yeah. till we found somebody be- that would we could throw in as an actual contestant yeah. in this race. So, nah, I don't know if I like that. I'm not going to read this article. I just found it hilarious. It says, Biden and AIDS tells allies he's running in 2024 amid growing Democratic fears. I I can see Nancy, like, drinking her coffee, and she reads that. (laughs) It's like, shit, (laughs) son of a bitch. Did you hear that uh, Biden had said that uh, he was going to look into the the gas prices going up? He was like... uh, Clearly, there's a problem. the The gas oil companies are being greedy, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna investigate them and find out what's going on with why these prices are going up. Or it's because you keep closing domestic well, yeah. oil, and that's what the oil companies said. Look, it's this is due to your bad policies. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with us. I just thought that was interesting. Look, she's bitching at at Biden for sidelining her and. Her approval ratings going. Has she seen his approval ratings? Right, they're going and down seen too. How he's handled, yeah, like harder crises, yeah, or similar crises. He's not handling them any better than her. Do you think yeah. he's up there? Like they didn't tell me this was my job. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> he probably is. Yeah, uh, he probably is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I can imagine. You know, if he sends her to Central America, he he probably doesn't have a clear strategy. No, he's like, you know, just go talk to them, throw some money at them, just wing it, and and and, and blame it on Trump. It'll yeah. be okay. You, It'll be fine. You, you know, his dirty old mind. He's like, you know, if you unbutton a couple of the top <laughs> oh, buttons, oh my gosh, you know it. You know, you could probably yeah. we could probably get at yeah. least, yeah, at least a couple more months. Here, Hold on. use this lipstick. Jill uses it; drives me crazy. Here, <laughs> have some of this perfume. There you go, sweet cheeks. <laughs> you know that's how his old ass yeah. works. So, in other news, let's go across the world. This is global wide going on. Yeah, huge protests. Across Europe, and from what I've seen in other articles yeah. across the world, and we we talked, I think, last week about Austria putting some strict lockdowns and on a the couple of the other yeah. European countries. Well, now there's huge protests, huge protests across Europe over new restrictions because they loosen everything up. Right. They say everything's getting worse, and then they're going back hardcore on these restrictions and stuff. So, I'm not going to read this whole article. I'm going to read a little bit and then talk for a few minutes. we got to get out of here pretty quick. But it says, uh, this from BBC, it says, Tens of thousands of people have been marching in the Belgian capital of Brussels to protest against anti-COVID measures. It says, Some protesters threw fireworks at police officers who intervened with tear gas and water cannons. 
Demonstrators are mainly opposed to the use of COVID passes, which stops the unvaccinated from entering venues such as restaurants or bars. I I understand that. Absolutely. I will protest as well if that becomes a thing here. Right. This comes after uh, fresh protests in the Netherlands against new lockdown rules. On Saturday, people hurled fireworks at police and set fire to bicycles in the, the hog. Bicycles? Yeah. They didn't have dumpsters there. They just had bicycles. <laughs> How do you set a bicycle on? I don't know. How does one set? If you are in, where was this at? In Brussels. Please educate us on yeah. how one sets a—maybe we should Google that. Yes. How does one set a bicycle ablaze? It says on Saturday, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They fires bicycles, fireworks, all that shit. One night after protests in Rotterdam turned violent and police fired gunshots. Oh, damn. Thousands of demonstrators also took to the streets in Austria, Croatia, and Italy as anger mounted over new curbs. In Belgium, rules on face masks have been tightened, including places such as restaurants where COVID passes are already required. So you need a COVID pass, and you also have have to wear a mask. So what's the fucking point of the vaccine? And most Belgians will also have to work from home four days a week until mid-December. That's ridiculous. There are also plans to take or to make vaccinations for health workers compulsory. It says uh, earlier the World Health Organization, which we all right. trust absolutely to the T, said it was very worried about rising coronavirus cases on the continent. Its regional director, Dr. Hans Kluge told the BBC that unless measures were tightened across Europe, half a million more deaths could be recorded by next spring. COVID-19 has once again become the number one cause of mortality in our region, he said, adding, we know what needs to be done in order to fight the virus, such as getting vaccinated, wearing masks, and using COVID passes. Many governments across the continent are bringing in new restrictions to try to tackle rising infections. A number of countries have recently reported... High daily case numbers. Demonstrations and unrest. In the Netherlands, a second night of riots broke out on Saturday in several towns and cities. Hooded rioters set fire to bicycles. <laughs> there it is again. As riot police used horses, dogs, and batons to chase the crowds away. Officials announced an emergency order in the city, and at least seven people were arrested. So we this is going on worldwide, especially across Europe. Yeah. Um, Rotterdam, it says... Uh, Condemned by the city's mayor as an orgy of violence. Ooh, Dude, that sounds damn. like a metalcore name. No doubt. Orgy of violence. Damn. This Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss orgy of violence. <laughs> police fired warning shots and direct shots because the situation was life-threatening. A police spokesman told Reuters, at least three demonstrators are receiving hospital treatment for gunshot wounds. Oh. Officers, that they can't just say... They got shot. They got to say, you're receiving treatment for gunshot wounds. Yeah. Authorities have launched an investigation. The Netherlands imposed a three-week partial lockdown last weekend after recording a record spike in COVID cases. Bars and restaurants must close at 8 o'clock, and crowds are banned at sports events. How do you... So it's going right back to what it was in 2020. Yeah. So we got these... First of all, we got these COVID lockdowns, which I get tired of talking about that over and over. Yeah. But now we have these worldwide, like, violent protests and violent demonstrations going right. on. And it makes—it kind of makes me start to wonder if that's what they want. Mm. If they want 
shit together. Kind of like we saw, exactly like we saw in 2020 with the, the George Floyd protest right. where they just pushed this and pushed yeah. it. And it's just like, let's, let's get them riled up, guys. Let's yeah. get them riled up. And then once it becomes lawless, then... Martial law. Martial law. Or, um, oh, this isn't working. We got to totally yeah. do this. And it, it's similar. It almost seems similar, or they're at least trying to make it seem similar to, um, like, the communist uprisings yeah. and stuff. And how, that, I mean, that was, like, spreading across the globe right. like a virus. No pun intended, I guess. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> you get these people all riled up. And then you have to it forces change, I guess. Yeah. And what the people don't understand is they are being used as tools right. to to implement change. That's not the change they are actually looking for. Right. It's people are getting them to this position where they can impose the changes that the people think is going to be best for them. Yeah. But it's actually what the people that we talked about the freaking uh corporate uh Socialism. I, yeah. I talked about. I think it was the episode you weren't here for. Yeah. Um, and how it's just like there's all the people at the top. It's mm-hmm. like feudalism, basically. And then all of us serfs down here. Yeah. They would love to get back to that. Oh yeah. And people, the the lowly lifes that are protesting all this shit, think, hey, we're going. To, we're doing this in the name of change, and something's got to be done. Yeah, change yeah. is coming. Yeah. But. You are being um, manipulated right. into uh, this this social uprising that you think you came up with on your own, but this has been pushed to you yeah. by the people that actually want the power, that right. want to take the power from you, yeah. and they would love to see you go complete lawless mm-hmm. so that they can sweep in and just like, all right, shit, we're going to change everything because this ain't working. Yeah. Let's bring in this new era of law. Yeah. Definitely seems like Europe is a couple years ahead of the United States and yeah. imposing authoritarian like lockdown. Well, they were heading towards that whole socialist environment mm-hmm. several years ahead of the U.S. Yeah, and in well, Europe, it's usually it's more is more collective, more compliant. Right, There's yeah. not it's not. I mean. <laughs> They, like I think you said earlier, they consider us like the Wild West, right, and yeah. we have more people that actually push back on this shit, yeah. as people should. Right. Well, in, in Europe, there's so much more on the climate change train. Yes. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, you, you you eat what's on your plate, you don't waste food, you don't get ice, they don't have air conditioning. Oh, God. Um, you know, the, the cars are smaller, the houses are smaller, you know, more public transportation, you know, it's mm-hmm. more bike paths, I mean... It's more on that, and so anything that comes through, they're gonna they're gonna support it much more. Where in the United States, there's gonna be much more pushback. Yeah, you know, we like our big houses, we like our big stakes, we like our big trucks, our fast cars, all that. Yeah, our guns and all that shit. Right. So we got that going on. That's just something I want to keep an eye on because, I mean, we talked we talked for the last three years just these periods of, like, worldwide. Yeah, uprisings it seems or protests it, it like seems forming. It's going again. Yeah, and it, it's starting all over again. And this time is pushing back against these authoritarian uh, COVID restrictions that we speak out against all the fucking time. Yeah. So just I I I would like to keep an eye on this and see where this goes. Are they going to crack down even harder, or is this going to get like completely out of hand? 
And is that what they want? Is it right. is for it to get completely out of hand? Because it has to get out of hand for them to to freaking really take that tight grip that they want. Yeah. So I I, I see that the powers to be pushing people in the the media. You see it here with the Kenosha riots. I mean, you still got the fucking media after after the verdict came out that it was he w- was not guilty. Really pushing hard, um, like in support of hey, we got we got to do something, we got to right. change something, like sounding the calls of revolution or whatever, right. you know. Um, and then in Europe, it's it's going on too. So yeah. I think this is going going to probably turn into a mess. I yeah. I think I, I think so. Yeah. So hopefully not, but I I think it will, and I think that it is intentional, absolutely intentional. Mm. So. Yay, we got that to look forward to. Well, they want to see dolphins in the Venice Canal again. <laughs> That's true. There was there was a I think a New Delhi imposed oh, yeah, you, a climate right, lockdown. That. Something about the air was so yeah, bad. Yeah, the air pollution was so yeah. bad that they imposed like a climate lockdown. That's coming. Yeah. I mean, people suggested that after the COVID lockdowns, hey, we should do a climate lockdown. Right. So, we have cities already doing that. So, that's coming. But on a happy note, Kyle Rittenhouse was found right. not guilty. So a small amount of justice, in my opinion, was yes. was served. Yes. So I guess we can go out on that note. Yeah, I think that's a good note to go on. All right. Hopefully uh, you all join us tomorrow for tomorrow's uh, live event every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Do not miss it. Invite all your friends because it's going to be fun, as always. That's right. Um, Bring the popcorn. Yeah, it's a, it's our last... It's our last show before Thanksgiving. Yes. And so we want to do a good show, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Max participation. Invite all your friends. Invite your grandmas, all those people. Call us on speakerphone. Yes. We got got a phone number. Um, I don't know it off the top of my head, but it will be available for for call-ins. Live comment section will be open. It's always a fun time, in my opinion. Uh, The more people we can get involved, the better. So make sure you join us for that. Like I said, that's... That's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We stream it on YouTube Live. We stream it on Facebook Live, and we stream it on Twitter. So whichever one of those you prefer, you can check us out on. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to get out of here for this week. This is your weekend wrap-up. Have a great rest of your weekend, Whatever, however many hours you have left. Yeah. Enjoy the day. Goodbye. The Break the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back, because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and T.O. Jacobson. A shout-out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell, or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week, and let us continue to invade your ear holes, And as always, never stop talking.